man, that was a good winter hibernation. <laughs> I believe that was probably one of the best ones I ever had. But I think uh, I think it's time to get back to work. What do you guys think? Yeah, here we are doing it again. Different setting though. We're, we're different in, setting. We're in a bit you, of you know. I don't want to call it a quarantine because that carries <laughs> a different connotation these days. Yeah, we actually well, did well, kind of quarantine ourselves. <laughs> That is true. We'll, we'll get to that though. We're not. We we shouldn't go into that right off the jump. We want people to not to 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 listen without fear. Right. At first. So so first off, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. We're the uh, we're the folks from Sour Mash Tours, and welcome to the Sour Mash Podcast. Did you miss us? That's the most important question. The answer is going to be yes. I, I missed us. I believe. I'm, yeah, I missed us as well. I missed us. I did too. Now, I didn't really miss you guys because I saw you all a few times right. during our winter hibernation, but we, you know, we're talking to our loyal listeners out there. Right. Right. We missed, know we missed you all. Right. I missed the podcast. I missed, you know, the, the work that we do. We took a little bit of a, we took a little bit of a break as we do every winter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when it, when it, yeah. More recently, we've only been recording very seldomly anyway, so it wasn't too big of a departure to have sure. a long hiatus. But I think what pushed it over the top for me was um, my buddy Simon Hydrick. I saw him yeah. at the. Oh, I'm like who? <laughs> the first ever fan encounter that we've well, had on the cast. I did. I did go to school with him. He's an old friend of mine. But um, instead of saying, "Hey, how are you doing?" and wanting to catch up, all he had to say to me is, "When are you going to record another episode of the podcast?" So. That gave me a little bit of a kick in the ass, and um, that, that's what compelled me to make this thing happen. And he came back from his bathroom break, because they were talking in line for the bathroom. We were at the Sturgill Simpson concert, and I, I'm also in line in the for the women's restroom, and I look across the across Rupp Arena, and I see Andy just, like, yucking it up with some people, like, laughing and patting each other on the back, and I have no idea who these people are, and Andy comes back just beaming. He's like... They, they, they said they missed the podcast. We've got to bring it back. And I knew then that we were going to have to record another podcast episode ASAP. So, Simon, this one's for you, man. That's right. This one's for you. Shout out. You brought us back. You woke us up. So this is also Mark's history because it's the first podcast in which we're not all sitting in the same room. Um, right. Danielle and I are in our third floor podcasting studio that mm. is, is brand new. And Dylan is at his remote studio in Camp Taylor. We're communicating yes, in Camp Taylor via in Kate's office. So hopefully the, the audio is good. I think it might be better than ever, actually. Who knows? I mean, let's just roll with it, man. Yeah. I don't know why we haven't tried this before. I mean, I know that. So usually we record our podcast. We have a weekly meeting and we'll just record while we're together. But honestly, I don't know why we haven't just done this before because we do a lot of like phone calls. Yeah, I think we just enjoy each other's company. Well, like we have, you're right. we have so much, we have so much fun when we just get to yuck it up together. Yes, we do. Um, but now we're utilizing technology in every way, and we're coming at you from two different locations for this week's podcast. We're podcasting all over the world. Oh, what are you drinking? What are you drinking, Dill? So today I got a little uh, old granddad one fourteen. So I'm just going high octane, man. How is that? You know, a lot of people say that it's too hot, and it's it's got one hell of a kick. But I think that it has kind of all the good like rye spices of an old granddad, uh, just with a little bit extra on the end. So I, I recommend it. I think it would be a really solid, uh, really solid everyday sipper, just neat or like with one ice cube just to chill it out a little bit. 
Interesting. Yeah, I've always been partial to the bottled and bond. We that's definitely a staple in our tasting lineups when we take groups out. But yeah, I think I tried the one fourteen maybe back when I was still cutting my proverbial bourbon teeth and <laughs> it tasted way too hot to me and that's been the impression that kind of stuck around. I've got a bottle downstairs I haven't opened. Um, so maybe I need to, to, to dive in because I definitely like higher proof stuff than that. I'm drinking a Larceny barrel proof that comes in at 123.2. So Ooh, that Larceny that you have is delicious. Yeah, you tried some of it last week. It's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And coincidentally, as we sat down to start figuring out this technology, which took a little longer than we were hoping, um, I got a text from another fan of the cast, Quincy, who you've heard before on an episode. Uh, he sent me a picture, and he had sat down. At, it looked like um, Big Star in Chicago and was enjoying a, par, a pour of the Larceny Barrel Proof also. Oh, there you go. It's quite the you guys are like You guys are like synced up with bourbon. Bourbon twins. We, must, <laughs> we must be. That's I, what I said. What are it's not a bourbon coincidence because I was telling him he should open his, his bottle and try it because I, I, I really enjoy it. And it's single barrel, so um, or it's it ranges in batches. I assume he has the same batch. Sorry, it's not single barrel. That was uh, that was fake news. The batch is interesting. That's that's an interesting way to go about like the barrel proof program. Um, I think that's I think that's pretty cool. Larceny, like Heaven Hill's been putting a whole lot into making Larceny a uh, a high class brand and very visible. Um, it's become like the festival bourbon, right? Yeah, and they, they kind of use the same like nomenclature as their Elijah Craig barrel proofs. It's the, this is the A120, so I'm guessing later in this year we'll have the B220 and then the C320 um, as, as we go through. But that, that's kind of how they do it with the, um, maybe the one is the the date, the January. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I think it is. You never know with bur- bourbon nomenclature. Like it always changes. Like there's always some like unique way that people like to label their stuff. So we'll have to, maybe we'll have to ask one of these days. Hmm. D- Danielle, what are you drinking? So um, <laughs> I'm drinking a little bit of uh, the finest H2O available um, from our refrigerator filter. Oh. Um, Louisville no tap with a filter. With That's the filter. Fancy. It changes the game, and it's ice cold, <laughs> so nobody be jealous, uh, but I'm just staying hydrated over here um, yeah. until I am once again able to drink bourbon with you guys. Yeah, it's um, for those that forgot, since it's been so long since we talked, Danielle is expecting we're moving along on the, the timeline here, and we're officially in the third trimester over here. Yeah, I well, some some people say it's... Every woman that I've talked to so far, you, the first and second are very defined, and then the third trimester is like, when does it start? So it's either, I'm, I'm 27 weeks today, so for anybody who that makes sense to or even cares. People know what weeks are. I just, I just mean as far as, people know as, far ba- as baby people development know baby is concerned. Um, it's either this week or next week that I'm in the third trimester, so it has, I will say, even from my own experience, it has flown by. So. Do you miss boozing it up? Yes. What do you miss the most? Bourbon? Don't lie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so so I didn't <laughs> I didn't miss drinking until about a month ago. And for those who are listening, I hope not to disappoint you, but bourbon is not on the top of my list of what I'm missing. I always joke that my favorite bourbon on the shelf is the barrel rum that we have. Um, what I would really love to have is a margarita. I would love to have a beer. Um, 
What type? Uh, uh, like a sour beer, right? Specifically. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That that's like what what I feel like I crave. People say, "What are your pregnancy cravings?" And I'm like, margaritas. <laughs> all the all the alcohol. Yeah, like like I would love well, to have a margarita right now. But well, you'll, um, you'll be back in commission like in time for like peak marg season. Absolutely, I'm ready. So. After the beginning of June, sometime around there, um, at some point I'll be back in the game. But for now, I'm just here to uh, drink my water and add uh, flair and comedy in the background, as usual. Comedy comedy commentary, as right. always. And we'll every now and then, that. some of the uh, special effects and sounds that you might hear. Like that telephone ringing? Wow, that was really good. Super unprofessional. That was really unprofessional. <laughs> my my phone is hooked up to this iPad that we have that's on our bike, and I don't know how to turn off. Do I just need to turn the sound off? Oh, it's coming from the thing over there. Yes. I think you need to coming disconnect from the bike altogether from your account. Discon- we'll, we'll talk about yeah, this Yeah, we'll later. talk about it later. Anyway, that's yeah, a, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a marital that's Apologies. A marital that was my friend Ellen calling, um, and... Who knows what she wants? Probably just to catch up. Yep. Yep. There you go. Shout out to Ellen. Shout out to So Ellen. anyway, guys, you know, one of the things that we've had to do since we're doing this remote thing is that we had to get a little more organized, right? Yeah, we, so, have, we have an agenda. We have an agenda. And it's not, we're not going to call it an agenda. We're just going to call it loose talking points. Okay. We'll do that. And, you know, one of the things we really want to bring you guys in 2020 as we uh, as we kind of ramp up what we're doing here at Sour Mash is that we, we want to bring you bourbon news so we, we're scouring the news news webs and all of the interwebs to come up with some awesome bourbon news and i think one of the most important things that we came across was a really great an article in the whiskeywash.com <laughs> hold on you wanted me to did you want me to, stop? Didn't you want you me to say he, that he, sentence he didn't give you I any type of point. no he just went he just went <laughs> All right, we're leaving this in. We've had some technical difficulties. We tried our best to be professional and just pick it right back up where he left off. Yeah, but we didn't. didn't work out. But Dylan was no. just telling us about a really important news article about how many people are coming to Kentucky to drink. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it was one of the biggest things. It was from uh, thewhiskeywash.com. Uh, so something to definitely check out. And uh, the article was titled, Over 2 Million People Visited Kentucky Last Year Because of Whiskey. Uh, and I think that is obviously a very significant number for a uh, bourbon tour company like we are. Uh, because it shows just the in crazy, insane amount of growth um, that's gone into the bourbon trail over the past few years. Uh, and it's pretty pretty nuts. Did you guys get a chance to to skim the article? Yeah, yeah, and it. it's obviously very good news for our business, um, as it directly relates to tourism and bourbon tourism. But uh, yeah, I'm not surprised at all by these numbers. I mean, it is unbelievable the amount of people coming, um, the amount of bachelor parties that we have now uh, that want to center their parties around bourbon is. A lot higher than it has been before. I'll say yeah. that just specifically. Like, I mean, if you would have said like just the ten years ago, it. like yeah. my bachelor party is coming to Louisville, the question would be like, why? why? Yeah, <laughs> and what are you gonna do? Yeah, what right. are you gonna do there? But it's it's just you know we've talked about this a lot, but it's apparent when you're downtown and you see like Whiskey Row is almost fully developed. There's I think one more storefront on that stretch between um, First and Second on Main 
that needs to be leased out. We've got that uh, the, the new hotel opened over the winter. Have you have you checked out the Still or Moxie yet, Dill? I go to the Moxie like on the reg. So like me and me and Kate are big fans of Zombie Taco. That's yeah. been that was like our pregame ritual before U of L basketball oh, games. Yeah. Oh, like, nice, nice. Yeah, check out some tacos. Like grab a drink. Um, you can't beat it. Like it's like it's delicious. Yeah, and there's no other place where you can have a taco and a good cocktail and look over and see a family checking into a hotel at the bar. It's amazingly <laughs> odd, like seeing people roll in with their briefcases or their suitcases and everything. Yeah, and they, they just look around like, do I am I supposed to be here? <laughs> yeah, the first time we went there, um, I thought it was great. We had some tacos, and I was like, okay, I want to see the lobby now. And Andy's mm-hmm. like, you are in the lobby. You are currently in it. I thought it was cool that, like, I didn't realize. I was like, what do they do with all this stuff, like, in the middle of the night? And it's like, oh, no, this is 24-7. Like, yeah. you can always come down here and get a drink. Like, that's that's Kinda dope. Cool. That's amazing. Yeah. And then we had dinner around Christmas at Repeal. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. The Steakhouse? Yeah. Yeah, and very good steak. Uh, they do wood-fired uh, steaks. And uh, definitely up there with all the, the good higher-end steakhouses in town. Definitely. Uh, great bourbon selection there. It's just, you know, an entire boutique hotel built around the idea of bourbon tourism. And it's not even the only one. There's other ones in development. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I only see it going up from here. Um, and Louisville's the epicenter of it, which is really exciting. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, more stuff from that article that I thought was really, really nuts is the fact that, you know, over the past seven years, it's been a 171% increase in tourism just to the bourbon trail uh i mean that's like that's an insane number and then also with that you know talking about bachelor parties and all the people coming in you know the the article also says that 70 percent of those folks are from outside of kentucky so that you know it's not just the people that live here and want to check out the new distilleries and the new things that are in louisville these are people that are coming from all over the world all over the country just to check it out um, and it's something that I don't necessarily think we're going to see slow down anytime soon. Yeah, the the group that I talked to today from California, and they're coming in for a bachelor party and want an experience. Like, I had to actually think about the time zone. I was like, mm-hmm. wait, should I call them back now? Like, it is truly nuts to me. Um, yeah. But very exciting, and I love it. I'm ex- and also, if you're local... We love to host you as well. I love a local also. But it's just really cool to show people from outside of Kentucky a little bit about our city and our native spirit. And then, you know, also, I love to hear people say, wow, I did not expect much whenever we said we were coming to Louisville, but this has, like, blown me away. I want to come back. And that, to me, is really exciting to hear because I get it. Like... If I wasn't from Kentucky and I didn't know how, you know, exciting it was around here, I'd be the same way. I'd be like, meh, not really that interested. But then you come here and you have an amazing time and it's like, wow, there's so much stuff to do, even outside of Kentucky, you know? Exactly. No, speaking of which, it brings up uh, another thing that's on the loose talking points that we have is just a Buck Wild article that I found uh, that also popped up in my search from The Sun in the U.K., um, from uh, from a reporter, Lucy Cohen, who just chronicled her entire time in uh, you know traveling around Kentucky, uh, and I thought it was hilarious that she 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 uh, titled the article "Head to Louisville," <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> and I one. saw that and I was like, oh, hold on, I got to check this out, and so it literally just went through. 
a huge whirlwind agenda of all these crazy things that she did while she was here. Uh, and it like it was kind of a stream of consciousness article, like stuff just kept like hitting you, like coming at you from all over the places. Uh, but it actually referenced uh, a partner or two that we had uh, while we, you know, while I was reading this, you know, Harvest gets a mm-hmm. good shout out. Uh, and it was, you know, it was really cool. So that, I mean, that goes more into just the extent that bourbon is having an influence on the world. Oh, big time. Where else did she go? I haven't read the article. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just do spoiling. your home. Yeah. If we're going to do these, we're going to do these talking points. You need to do your homework. I know, I know right? <laughs> I'm the worst. No, but she, she does a whiskey road tour. Yeah. Um, she has dinner, has dinner at Harvest. She takes a tour at um, takes Evan a tour Williams. at the Derby at the Derby Museum at uh, Evan Williams. Um, she makes it to Bardstown actually, so she goes to the Talbert Tavern. Uh, nice. She goes, to the, you know, going to the tavern is a really important thing if you're in the the Bardstown area. Um, she even goes to Owensboro. She did the straight up like bluegrass Bill Monroe, um, like bluegrass bluegrass museum, full effect. Uh, and it, I thought it was really cool. Um, the last sentence that she uh, that she put in the article was "Heaven for me used to be a KFC on a t- on a Friday night. Now it's dreaming of returning to the bluegrass state." Wow, which I think is which I think is like super glowing. That's hot uh, praise. Yeah, from somebody from the UK that had no preconceived notions of Kentucky at all. And you know, the thing I liked about this article is that it didn't start out like. I expected everybody to not have shoes and mm. to be clugging their cousins and like all this stuff. <laughs> But what, it was no. What, it was what completely your cousins? Positive. I said hugging. What? Oh, I, I didn't. I, I, I hug. I think, I'll hug. I'll hug my cousin. Just, well, I think I'm, I meant intimately. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, like a like a. I don't an do intimate embrace. <laughs> <laughs> intimate. Yeah. I, you know. I. It's been. A, it's been a while since we've done this. So I, I felt the need to not curse. I don't know why. You can say curse words. Fuck, but also shit, didn't want to say. But also didn't want to say fucking your cousins. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. It was all good. Yeah, I got it out of here. See, and now I said it. (laughs) (laughs) We got Starla. And here we are. Yeah, this is this is like the kind of press that is exciting to see, even still. Like I know that uh, with bourbon I think like we're getting a lot of really great press and a lot of people are coming to the city and exactly like we said before, being surprised by how much they love it, but um, I especially love seeing some of the partners that we visit on the regular, like Harvest being called out because they really are just amazing places. And especially that area, Nulu, just like blowing up. And I say that because I know it's been blowing up for quite some time, but there's a lot going on over there right now. There's a lot of development. So um, really exciting to see and, you know, all good things for Sour Mash Tours, I think. Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the biggest things for us is in a year, 2020, I would say is going to be a year of growth for all of us, um, both from the uh, the business standpoint. So we're, we're excited that we're working on some things that we're not quite ready to uh, to announce just yet, but be on the lookout for that. And then, of course, you guys are expecting, you know, you, you got you got little H on the way before mm-hmm. too long. And then, uh, of course, I'm the countdown for me uh, getting married. What do you got? Is, is in, nearing an end. 42 days, something like that? 40, yeah, 40, like 45 days. Yeah, we booked our travel last night. We're actually going to, because of the flight prices, uh, we're flying in and out of Savannah. We're going to do a day in Savannah um, after the wedding. So we got reservations at Husk. Uh, very much looking forward to the whole weekend. So yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's going to be amazing. So, yeah, we're, 
we're looking forward to that. Kate mm-hmm. and I are like wrapping up all of the like the little knickknacks mm-hmm. and stuff that you have to buy that you don't think of, like cake knives and cake toppers and stuff like that. Yep. Like they're all taken care of. Gifts and yeah, Very nice. all the fancy things. But yeah, any before of you, any of you listeners, um, obviously everyone's invited to the wedding um, and haven't booked your flights yet. <laughs> do so because the the fares are going up. Uh, yeah, they are up. surprisingly yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that, I thought everyone... it would be cheap because you know everybody's afraid to travel. But no. somebody at work said today, like the alternate theory is the airlines know that if you are traveling right now, you must really need to. So they're they're jacking the price up to get as much as they sense. can per seat. Yeah. I, I was just I was true. just thinking that this is the must the must attend wedding of the year. Yeah, so, I mean, well, had, had in demand. That, in yeah, that. demand. All, all of our podcast listeners coming for sure, and then <laughs> you know your your traditional guest list. So that that might play into it, honestly. So yeah, we'll you see. guys are also we'll doing some traveling this weekend um, in preparation and excitement for the wedding. You yes. guys are gonna go to Asheville for Asheville for the Asheville for the bachelor party. party this weekend. So we're we're substituting the uh, the bourbon for some craft beer, and we're gonna go uh, go buck wild. We're pretty excited about it. And um, Andy has uh, has curated a really cool fly fishing expedition for the crew, which was my one request for the for the wedding or for the bachelor party it was something i've never done so i'm i'm excited about that i'm very excited as well to fly fish i have zero designs on catching a fish i think mm-hmm. that i'm gonna be bad at it um <laughs> if we I'm, can get through if get we can get through without yeah i mean if we can get through without one of us hooking another one of us <laughs> yeah. it'll be a success i agree I agree. Who's, I have a strange feeling that we're going to fail. Who's the, the, of the guests, who do you think is going to hook somebody? It's, without a doubt, it'll be Kenny. Kenny will hook somebody? <laughs> I think Kenny will hook somebody, without a doubt. Okay. I hope, I I hope it's not a serious hook. I hope it's who not. Who do you a, think? I said, I, 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 don't, I don't have a, a lean. I was thinking probably Bowie, which kind of is ironic because uh, we won't, you don't use buoys when you fly fish. <laughs> <laughs> to my knowledge, I've never wow. been, but I think it's just wow. like a little fly on the end of a reel. But uh, that reminded me of one time I was a kid. Um, I was fishing on a very small boat with my brother and my two grandparents. And I went back to cast, and I did have a buoy on my line, and I nailed my grandpa in the head with a buoy. And you would have thought that he got hit by a, a bullet or something. I mean, he made the biggest <laughs> deal out of it in the world. They fall off and fall off the boat. <laughs> no, that would have been that would have been like uh, bad comedy movie worthy, but. Uh, I also have to reference the fact that you keep calling calling it a buoy, and I think that the word you're looking for is a bobber. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, so this... <laughs> yeah, I was... Clearly, I'm an expert angler. I was, I was waiting for Andy to get through his, uh, his, his whole story. This gives you an example of the last time Andy fished, his, he was a kid, he hit his grandpa in the what? head. <laughs> the last time I fished. Well, I'm, you know, I'm saying oh. it for comedic, but but you don't know really what the the elements of fishing yet. I don't think so. Oh, a bobber and a buoy. Yeah. The same. It's the same Bob idea. The same general it's idea. The, it's the same. It's the same idea. But it's not it's definitely the same, the same idea. Yeah. You just got some learning to do. I think we should start calling Mike Brown Bobber. <laughs> bobber. Okay, so maybe maybe for the weekend we're just calling him Bobber. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and you should. Yeah, oh. I'm jealous. Oh, thanks I, for, I'm glad you guys like let me go through that whole thing before correcting me. 
I wasn't gonna tell. I wasn't gonna ruin your story. I like. I it. wanted. To, <laughs> I, mean, I wanted to I, hear the resolution of it all. I know. What, I know what you meant. Um, <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Oh, that was perfect. But no, it should be a no, good weekend. We leave uh, less than forty-eight hours. A week from Absolutely. or a day. A day from tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm all for a week from today from tomorrow from today. Anyway, okay. whenever you yeah. guys We're, leave, it's going to be uh, this a lot of fun. 123 proof bourbon. No, I, I it's it's hitting hitting you. Yeah, yeah, get you. Hitting you fast. But you know, 123 proof, that'll that'll kill germs. That's one of the most important things right now. It will. Is that a, was no that a segue? Are we already done talking that about That was a segue, man. Party? That was flawless. You guys will have more to talk about <laughs> after the fact, I believe. What uh, do you have any? Do you have any wish lists? I'm, I was going to bring a couple of bottles of bourbon. What would you like me to bring? Oh man, I don't have a wish list. I'm going to have to think about that. You better get one. You should take him up on this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I'll... like I'm going to like go out and buy you some like Pappy Van Winkle or something like that, but some maybe something that's that's on hand, or maybe maybe one bottle off the shelf, something like that. Think about it. Okay. I was thinking about, I'll think I've got, about it. I'll I've get... got two I... bottles of McKenna. I was going to bring one of those. Okay. And then, oh, nice. And then something else. Kate will be jealous. Yeah. Well. She's, She's gonna be very jealous. Maybe we'll leave. <laughs> maybe we'll leave some for her there. There we go. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that. I'm gonna tell her not to listen to that. That'll be a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> if we do. But um, but no, guys. This you know, just thinking about this. What what are your thoughts on the coronavirus? I feel like that was a Larry David segue. Been watching a lot of Curb. Yeah, we have too. <laughs> we have too. Yeah. The new ep- the new season's been great. Have you watched the new season? I haven't watched the new one yet. We're we're starting from the beginning, working our way through. The newest one with John Hammond is is uh, it was a treat. It was one of the better episodes I've seen. Yeah, I've, I've heard he's been pretty fantastic. There, yeah, there's there's a lot going on this season. It's cringeworthy and hilarious in as all, usual. In all the best ways. Yeah. In all the best ways. Yeah. But so you're bringing up uh, COVID nineteen. COVID-19, yeah, yeah, commonly known as the coronavirus. You know, obviously this is, you know, I don't like talking about these type of things because it's it's a it's a downer, but how can you not? It's permeated it you... all of our culture and everything that you see every day. What about Berea College uh, yeah, just canceling canceled the semester. this semester and telling everyone shut... to leave? Yeah, just shutting down, telling people to go. Like, that truly shocked me. It seems a little presumptive. It seems a little, uh, a little seems... quick on the trigger. Seems seems like a lot. Look, I'm I'm all about like do what you need to do to feel safe, to stay safe. Like, more power to you, blessings. But, you know, wash your hands and like, I don't know. <laughs> we already have an apocalypse supply of booze here in the house. We are fine. <laughs> we're fine as far we're not as that goes. Going to have trouble catching a buzz if we're quarantined. No. Um, we do have some extra uh, food. We we stocked up. Yeah, well, I'm going to say... As long as you have some canned food, Andy that's always a good... Andy, I don't think Andy got back go from down. He got back from a trip, and before he could even tell me what happened, he's like, uh, there's something I really want to do. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he's like, I think we need to stock up on non-perishable food. I'm like, what's going on? Well, we got some perishable food, too. We just put it in the deep freeze. Well, that's the point. Yeah. Freezeable. That's not gonna, Freezeable. That's not going to last if the grid goes down. And if the grid goes down, I'm screwed. <laughs> I mean, I've got I've got no marketable skills in like a post-apocalyptic world. Um, sorry, I think we, we shouldn't we shouldn't We've bring up our our, uh, our journey with the ceiling fan right now. We'll save that yeah. for another time. Oh, man. As far as our handy best, skills, though. yeah. I, I really appreciate shout out that. shout out to Craig Brown for yeah. uh, for being a lifesaver there. Always yeah. being on retainer. 
I was so excited <laughs> to have that up, so I was disappointed when Andy told me that they had some big issue, big problems. But no, I wouldn't hey, we, say that we, we're like we'll figure it out. I wouldn't say we're prepared with a capital P, but we've got supplies. If we need to stay home for a couple of weeks, we'll be fine. Hopefully, it doesn't come to that. Um, hopefully, it doesn't come to that. I think we're going to be fine. I never I thought I'd say this, we but hopefully, yesterday. Trump is right, and when it gets warmer, it's it, the, the new cases kind of die off. Some. Well, you know, like he says, we've got we've got all series of medical, and yeah, <laughs> it's and, and the tests that they have for this are beautiful. <laughs> They're beautiful tests. They're beautiful tests. So yeah. like beautiful which, wiped out. You know that. Is so odd, such a weird thing to say, but anyway, I, I feel like I'll panic when the panic needs to happen. Right, I'm just gonna, exactly. Yeah. In the meantime, what I'll say is that there's no better time to take a bourbon tour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. you Honestly, got you have high proof alcohol, germs gone. We're very clean people. Listen to how we talk. Right. Listen, listen to listen to our how how tuned in we are to current events. Why would you not want to come on a bourbon tour with us right it's now? True. It's so true. <laughs> and yeah, we've we, we talk about our hibernation a lot, but that's because <laughs> truly the past three years, the pattern has shown that there are about four months of the year that people are like not really into a walking tour, which respect. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right around February, that's when it starts to pop back up. So requests start rolling in and springtime hits and, and people are into it. So hopefully that doesn't slow down because we love to do it so much. Um, I, I know that people, people's workplaces have said, you know, be prepared to take your computers home and work from home and that kind of thing. But uh, until then, we are still rocking and rolling. Yeah, we're Hell, we'll, come, we'll come to your house. It's true. Yeah. Actually, very good point. And, you know, one last point on the coronavirus. Uh, I saw news today, and you guys might have seen this, that another thing that got canceled was the Ivy League conference basketball tournament for both men and yes. women. Yes. Impact thing, in March Madness. One thing that it will not cancel is the Sour Mash 16. Ooh, which that's is our, right. Our flagship annual event, which is coming up. And that might be the next time you hear from us. We might be announcing the 2016 field. And I think that this Larceny Barrel Proof, um, I'll say that they're one of the first four in. Oh, I love that. Which oh. isn't really early a, entry, a thing that he's Early says, but, entry. That's a yeah. spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I think there'll be an automatic bid. I love it. Love the automatic bid. That's solid. No, we're, we're always uh, always excited about the Sour Mash 16. Of course, we're going to try to get that stuff out to you early, so maybe you can play along with us, uh, you know, taste along with us as we go. And, you know, overall, we really just want to see you guys come out and, uh, and have a bourbon tasting with us. And I'll, so, and I'll as say Dan, this, yeah. with, with the Sour Mash, sorry, John, I just stepped all over right. here. It's, You're fine, dude. Podcasting there. <laughs> with the Sour Mash 16, and I haven't cleared this with, with you, or I haven't cleared this with you, <laughs> um, Danielle can't drink. Hard. So usually we nope. have we have three votes. Last year we did bring some guests in. If you're listening to this right now and you're in Louisville or can get to Louisville and you want to come be the, the guest third taster in one of the Sour Mash 16 rounds, hit us up on social media or shoot an email to andy at sourmashtours.com and we'll, uh, we'll try to make it happen. Wow, you heard it here. How many Look emails? What's the over-under on emails we get? One. One? I think probably i'd say a thousand probably. If, if we got a thousand emails i would be very surprised yeah but, but yeah I mean, we, we do need we do need guests 
tasters for this. Because and look, the, the tasting notes, you're, it, there's a lot of pressure on you here to provide Danielle very detailed, smell. specific tasting notes like old and, and the cereals. hot. Old All of the childhood cereals. All the cereals. That... Actually, yes, cereals play a huge part. I can smell, but this year my my role is going to be more of pouring, logistics, setting up. You'll be like you're the referee. Sure, yeah. Um, and so this this is going to be the, the smoothest run Sour Mash 16 we've ever had. Let's hope so. Without a doubt. Yeah, I mean we we've done this a few times now, so um, I think that it'll be a little smoother this time for sure, but. Uh, but yeah, so I, I was talking to Andy about that the other day and said, remember, I'm not a participant this year, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to get a, a third. Maybe we'll put that granddad 114 in there. That's true. We can bring it up. So that's, that's our call to action. Call to action. Yeah, if you want to join in on Sour Mass 16. And our call to action is to start pulling this field together. Yes, we got it. We can do it. I think we can come up so, with 16 bourbons. Oh yeah. I don't think that I don't think that'll be an issue. Should we should we include rye this year and put it in the same in the same bracket with the bourbons? I think that, I think we might be able to, to mix it up and before? throw some stuff in there. We've never had rye in there. Really? We've never year, had a rye. Last year we introduced finished bourbons. The year before that we didn't even have any finished. So and we had, we we had an American whiskey. whiskey. We did have an American whiskey. We had two American whiskeys last year. Two American whiskeys. Yeah, we yeah. had the old Carter as well as the um, Mictors. The Mictors, yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe this this year we opened it up to rye to break the uh, the grain barrier. Wow. Ooh, I like that the grain barrier. We can have all. Oh the grains. man, that's going to be twenty twenty, the year of the broken grain barrier. Love it. <laughs> that's fantastic. All right, so should we sign off? We should sign off. We, we should gave, sign we off. We gave people enough so, to look forward to. Absolutely. So, guys, until we uh, until we meet again. For the Sour Mash 16, for all you know, all intents and purposes, check us out on social media uh, at Sour Mash Tours. Also, if you want to book a tour with us, come to www.sourmashtours. Shoot us an email at info at sourmashtours.com, uh, and we will come up with an amazing custom bourbon experience for you. We want to drink with you. We want you to see Louisville. We want you to see Kentucky. We want you to enjoy everything. So until next time, guys. Cheers. 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 Clink. <laughs> Clink. <laughs>